stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So what does the hammer and sickle signify to you? What does it represent to you? What is your reaction when you see it? And I guess the, the answer depends on a lot of things. It's uh, similar, I suppose, to seeing somebody wear the Che Guevara shirt. What do you think of when you see Che Guevara on a T-shirt? Do you think there's a cool rebel, or do you think there's a, a, a brutal, murderous thug? Hopefully it's the latter. And I realize that, that communism failed in a big way and has been more or less relegated to, to history's uh, Ashbin, but it had a tremendous impact along the way. And resulted in the deaths of many people along the way. And we, we shouldn't whitewash that either, I suppose. So that brings us to, to the issue at hand here. Uh, after some controversy, a Russian vodka called Hammer and Sickle will no longer be imported into Alberta. Now, concerns were first raised by the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress. Uh, a couple of MLAs with Ukrainian heritage, uh, Edmonton Beverly Clairview, MLA Darren Billis, Fort Saskatchewan Vegreville, MLA Jessica Littlewood also raised concern. I mean, the obvious connection here is the connection of the symbol to the brutal Soviet communist regime, and in particular, what that meant to the deaths of so many million Ukrainians. And it's a a holocaust that perhaps we don't pay as much or enough attention to, to remembering and understanding. And so it's understandable then that those of Ukrainian descent would see that symbol in a very different light. So after some back and forth with the AJLC, the decision has been made that this vodka will no longer be sold in Alberta. Joining us uh, to talk more about all of this, very pleased to welcome the program, Olesya uh, Luchiv uh, Androvich, uh, Alberta chapter president of the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress. Olesya, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you for having me. All right, so when did you first become aware that this product was, was being sold in Alberta? Probably early January, mid-January, we were alerted to that uh, Alberta and Quebec were the only provinces that carried this vodka. So it came as a surprise. Uh, You know, I wasn't sure what to make of it. uh, But indeed, um, you know, when you searched Hammer and Sickle Vodka, it indicated uh, that there was quite a few liquor stores that did carry the vodka here in Alberta. So we at the time, together with uh, the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress nationally, uh, wrote a letter to AGLC and asked them to um, remove the vodka because of the oppressive nature of the symbolism and what it stood for. And I guess the other thing is because the war still exists in Ukraine right now with the Russian invasion. And uh, knowing that Alberta stands for um, human rights, we thought, well, um, the government probably doesn't even know it's here. So uh, we were quite surprised in uh, a a couple months back that we got a response from AGLC saying, well, they can't really do anything about it because the... uh, uh, the liquor stores are privatized here in Alberta, so we're quite, quite different than the other provinces. But uh, we weren't impressed with that response, so we uh, took it directly to our um, 
MLAs and to our minister uh, to see what could be done. And so with working together with them, um, on Friday I was notified that they were able to pull it because of the offensive labeling. Uh, we knew about the, the labeling federally. There is a, a law that um, any labeling, if it's offensive, then the federal government can uh, deny its entry. Somehow, um, the vodka made it through the federal level and it came to us, but we also have that um, legislation that if there is federal, if there is uh, the nature of the labeling is offensive, we can have it removed. So uh, I'm very happy to see that um, it's no longer on the shelves in Alberta liquor stores. Now, this, this is a Russian-made product, right? Actually, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have no idea what the vodka's like. I have nothing against <laughs> Russian vodka. I, in the same sense that, you know, uh, we've put on a lot of sanctions against Russian products in Canada, but we still have a lot of the Russian vodka. Um and there's a lot of other good vodkas, you know, there's vodkas from Ukraine, there's vodkas from Poland, there's vodkas from uh, Finlandia. So it's not as if we're, you know, um, denying the state of vodka in the province. It, it really is the symbolism in what it really uh, evokes in others. Do you, do you see it then as comparable to a, a swastika, seeing the hammer absolutely, and sickle? Absolutely. Yeah. It would be the same thing. Would we allow a swastika on a good bottle of cognac? Right. Not the cognac, it's the symbolism or what it stands for. I mean, on an on a international level, every August we have Black Ribbon Day. We talk about uh, and we commemorate Black Ribbon Day to, to remember um, the, uh, the Nazi rule and the, the Soviet rule um, during the um, Second World War. And we also look at the other genocides that exist. Um, so it's not, it shouldn't be surprising to a lot of people, but this is, these are regimes that took away any human rights and it oppressed people and um, wrongfully imprisoned people. This is still happening in Russia today with Ukraine. I mean, we have a lot of our uh, people that uh, hung a Ukrainian flag out in Crimea and they took them and they're sitting in Russian right now. Uh, we have um, federal government has just approved the, um, uh, the, the tribute to victory, a statue that will go up in Ottawa to commemorate uh, victims of communism. And it's not just communism. Uh, that uh, the Soviet Union uh, created, it's communisms all over. Mm -hmm. So this symbol not only is poorly accepted by the Ukrainians, but also, I mean, the Polish, I mean, you could call the Polish Congress and see what, what they think about this Watsko, or call the Lithuanian Congress. I mean, we're the ones that brought it up, but we could have done it together with others. We just took the bull by the horns and we um, brought it forward to the government to say, help us here, um, AGLC, um, you've overlooked this. Right. Would it have been sufficient, though, to, to have focused on the awareness side and raise awareness about why to so many people this symbol is so offensive so that this wouldn't be something that people would want to support in the first place, that there would be no market for a, a product bearing this symbol? Well, it's 
you know, two things. I mean, we've raised the awareness, number one, of removing it. Uh, so there's a lot of fake news out there of, of what it might stand for. You have a lot of uh, history buffs that might say, no, this is, you know, this is history. You can't whitewash history. Well, this is not whitewashing history. This is actually removing an offensive um, symbol off the store shelves. Um, and if you want to learn more about history, go to the history books. You can hear, you can read about it. You can read all different angles from the leftist side to the other side. I mean, and learn about it and make up your own decision. There are always going to be people that will have a symbol, either a swastika or the hammer and sickle on a T-shirt or a um, uh, you know, uh, a baseball cap or something like that. They can do that, but they're wearing it. This is, they're making a private choice. What the Congress was saying, this is a public, you are selling it in a public place. I mean, yes, you have to be an adult, 18 years of age, and you have to be in the right mind to buy this, right? But it's still in a public place. So uh, in freedoms of human rights and that, we felt it was best to remove it. And is it still being sold in Quebec or anywhere else in Canada? Do you know? It is. It, it is in Quebec. And again, um, the Ukrainian Congress uh, nationally will work with the Ukrainian Congress in Quebec to make sure they strive to remove it as well. Uh, it may have been... Um, um, developed that vodka is bottled, I believe, in Russia, or the vodka is made in Russia anyways, but the actual developer was not even Russian. He was a young man in the U.S. that thought this is a catchy um, label. Uh, let's go with it. Um, I, unfortunately, I noticed that the ma young man has passed away, um, but so you couldn't even bring it up to him to change the labeling. Uh, and I'm not sure who's taken over the ownership of the vodka. But um, it is uh, the nature of itself as a labeling. Uh, we all need to be cognizant of what it means. We wouldn't be able to stand for, you know, the swastika being out on, um, you know, a, a cognac bottle or a brandy or whatever. So why would we be okay with the hammer and sickle? That's a fair question to ask. Uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, Alessia, more at ucc.ca, the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I appreciate this. Thanks. Thank care. you, Rob. All right. Uh, that's uh, Alessia Luciev-Androvich, uh, Alberta Chapter President of the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress. Why they were concerned about this product, why they wanted to see the AGLC remove it from shelves in Alberta, and some months after the fact, that's exactly what happened. Uh, Darren Billis, we mentioned him, he was one of the MLAs who uh, brought this to the AGLC's attention. Uh, he said to Post Media, quote, when I saw the label, knowing uh, when he left Ukraine... What he was leaving behind, speaking about his grandfather. And the people of his generation lived through horrible years. The symbol really is offensive. It's offensive to Ukrainians. It's offensive to people who fled Ukraine to save their lives. Right? And I get, and I get that we should recognize the hammer and sickle for what it is and rep what it represents uh, and the evil that communism was. But is, is banning a product with that, that symbol on it, I mean, is that the way to respond? I mean, all you have to do is, is Google hammer and sickle t-shirt. And there's no shortage of those available. 
Now, why do people buy and wear those T-shirts? I don't know. Do they wear them because they were fond of communism, because they think it's ironic to, to wear it? I, I don't know. I suppose that's their decision. But, yeah, I mean, if you're going to wear a shirt like that, you know, don't be surprised if, if someone comes up to you and, and explains to you, hopefully in, in a calm way, why that symbol is so troubling to them. Or what it meant to them, their family, their ancestors, and what they lived through and suffered through under communist rule. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.